Blog Talk Radio. For knowledge in the information age, high frequency radio network. Thank you. 
pistol. How I think blowed out of my mind. Feeling like committing a crime. Get a lot for that. I won't snitch. I ain't dropping a dime. I'm a self-made hustler. Top of the line.
do that dance. You about to do that dance. I would like to welcome you <laughs> to another episode of the Foundation here on High Frequency Radio Network. I am your host, So L, and it is my pleasure. As you know, this is the Foundation, and we are High Frequency. Well, we understand incorrect information incorrectly applied can get you hurt. Correct information incorrectly applied can get you hurt. So we always looking to correctly apply that correct information here at the foundation. We're going to start off by saying all thanks, honors, and praises due to the creator and the ancestors. Whatever you call the creator, God, Jehovah, Yahweh, you know, we just say creator just to... Just to, you know, hey, you know what I'm saying? We, we, we with the times over here. So peace is, you know, thanks, honors, yeah, peace as well to the creator and the ancestors. I want to say peace, shout out, big up, salute, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> big up to the big brother, Uncle Yusuf L, High Frequency Radio Network creator, SBC University, Private Side Solutions. You know, you're trying to get your secure party dance on. You out here looking weird on a dance floor. Talking about, yeah, man, secure party. You know, you want to you want to talk to that to that brother, Yusuf L. SPC University. You know, big big ups to the big brother. You know, he's doing his dance as well. I want to welcome you to welcome to thefoundation.com. Check it out. Welcome to thefoundation.com. Sign up for the email list. You know, appreciate y'all, the email subscribers. We got a dance going on for all the email subscribers. And that's all I'm going to say. You got to sign up for the email list. If you are on the email list, you know what the dance is. Uh, You know, check the email, check your spam. A reminder will go out Thursday, tomorrow. I believe, I don't know, man. I don't know. Don't, Don't give me quality. I don't know. But there's a reminder going out. So, you know. You get 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 locked in. Get you get you, you know. Hey, get locked in. You know, do you dance. Do you dance? Sign up for that email list. You're gonna be missing out. We're gonna start expanding the content on the email list for the subscribers. I know I've been saying that for years, but I'm not lying any longer because technically it's outside of my hands now, and I can't mess it up. Check out the PDF section. Get your free learn on free stuff, free information. Download it, go. You ain't gotta come back. Just, just, just leave. You know, just hey, free stuff. Hi, hi, and run. That's cool. You can do that. You know, but if you stay on Welcome to the Foundation.com, check out the educational tab. Make sure you check out that Passport No Social Part One, Part Two. Chris L did a fabulous job, spectacular. You know. And, you know, we got the Foundation Trust Primer. If it's brand new, you're like, man, so I like what you're saying, but I don't understand what you're saying. You're talking about trust and stuff. What? Hey, just grab the Foundation Trust Primer. It's over 18 documents, hand-picked, 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 hand-picked by yours truly, you know, just to get you, you know, get you familiarized, get you, get you primed up, you know, get your little wetsuit on and then splash. I'm just playing. <laughs> Jump into that Foundation Trust series. Part one, part two, part three. Get you caught up, get you squared away. You know what I mean? You'd be good, you'd be gravy trained. And you'd be caught up to, you know, what the foundation is all about as far as, you know, what type of structure, entity, why, 
how come, what's the validity, where is, you know, the authority, how do we stand on it, so on and so forth, you know, you don't even got to talk to me, and then after that, you can holler, admin at welcome to the foundation.com, jump into the, you know, trustee training, you can start out with a consultation, it's up to you, it's up to you, no pressure, this is all offering acceptance, you know, we contract in the private, you know, and with that being said, You can also find the Instagram page, the Facebook page, as well as the Twitter page at WelcomeToTheFoundation.com. I had to think about that. Could you tell? You know, that's going to be beefed up as well. Also, you can book a consultation, make a donation, all at the same spot. Say it with me, WelcomeToTheFoundation.com. Good job. Appreciate it. I want to say peace to all the listeners. Off top, peace to all the live listeners. What's up, live callers? Peace. I see y'all. You know, internet listeners, peace. MP listeners, podcast listeners, archive listeners. I just want to say peace to all the listeners, you know, especially OG listeners. You've been listening for for years, checking out the show, in and out. You know, life happens. But, you know, always, you know, investing in your private education. Respects, shout out, salute. Want to say peace as well to all the trustees. You know, in private trustee training here at the foundation, they putting in their work. I see them specifically, personally doing their dance, and I see the results. And, you know, the only way that I can get the excitement and gratitude out of, you know, the things that I've done and things that I know, because I can't do it again. I can't open a trust account again. I mean, I can, but it's not the first trust account. You know, all these milestones that I already hit, I kind of get to live vicariously the trustees as they experience that and get the vibe off their energy because I remember that so peace to the trustees and private trustee training as well as peace to all y'all investing in your tribe your, man look I know I'm not going to have a problem tonight over here with this pronunciation I apologize y'all it's unprofessional I'm about to get with it as well as I want to say peace to all those investing in their private education that's outside the foundation, you know, because the foundation is not the only spot, right? It's not. As well as I want to say peace to anyone we've done business with in the private. Anyone who has sent an email, well wishes, current event, you know, banged a consultation or otherwise added to the foundation. I want to say peace to you, you know, from us to you. Shout out, peace. What we got going on? It's time to get real. I know it's kind of vague. It's kind of a vague Big topic for the show, you know. But ultimately, we got we got a lot, a lot, a lot of stimulus coming. Mad stimulus. What does that mean? Increase in the currency supply. What does that mean? Ultimately, increase in prices. What does that mean? You broke. Is what it means. As far as I'm concerned, the ultimate goal is to put us more and more in debt, so we're more dependent, or at least indebted, and locked down by the system. And we're going to get into what is it going to take to get real in this? It's time to get real. Here on the foundation, here comes the stimulus. You see it? You smell that stimulus sizzling? Well, let's jump into these current events real quick, man. This stuff is crazy. About to do this dance. CNN Business Kroger will close more stores. Over hazard pay laws for workers. 
Going to close some more stores in Seattle over the city's $4 an hour hazard pay requirement for grocery workers. An escalation of the grocery chain's push against newly passed hazard pay laws growing on the West Coast. Now, personally, I think this stuff is weird. I think, you know, the states and the cities saying that employers have to pay the state or the city uh, a fee vicariously because we are paying employees more an hour due to hazard pay. I understand, excuse me, you work at grocery stores, people could be walking around with the vid, fam. You never know. You could be, you know, hey. So I understand the, the, the notion of hazard pay, but, you know, I don't understand how you know, a government entity or agency can just come in and say, no, nah, you got to pay him $4 extra hazard pay. This is happen- happening in Seattle and they closing the stores. So not, you're not getting your hazard pay and you're not getting any pay. And I think that's the thing that we need to pay attention to. This was popping off. And this is a growing trend quote. Unfortunately, Seattle city council did, did not consider that grocery stores, even in a bland blanket operate on razor thin profit margins. In a very competitive landscape, yep, you got Amazon, they bought Whole Foods, they're banging out here. Um, operating costs have increased during the bland banging, and there were consistent financial losses at the stores that will be closing. With the additional hazard pay requirement, quote, it becomes impossible to operate a financially sustainable business, end quote. This is QFC said in a news release Tuesday. Crazy, crazy, right? I mean, I don't know. I don't know. How, I don't know what you think about that. I just, I think that's weird. CNN business heartbreaking. Five restaurant owners share what it was like to shut down for nearly a year. Restaurant operators across the country have had to ask themselves the devastating question: Can we afford to stay open? The plan blending turned the very things that make a restaurant hum: packed dining rooms, lingering meals with friends and family. Face-to-face service from friendly staff into liabilities. At best, restaurants have found ways to get by. Outdoor dining and takeout delivery have helped keep many doors open. At worst, they've had to close their doors. Excuse me. As of December 1st, 2020, over 110,000 eateries had closed their their doors permanently, according to the National Restaurant Association. For the restaurant tours, the decision to walk away has been heartbreaking. CNN Business spoke with the owners of five restaurants about why they closed, how it felt to say goodbye, and what's been hardest about the experience. Remember when I was telling y'all they, they wanted to hear stories from people who were affected by closures? Well, they got them. BBC, Jaguar, Land Rover, car maker confirms plans to axe 2,000 jobs. Hit them with the kablookies. The company said it had started a full review of its um, as it prepares to become a, quote, more agile organization. It comes after the car maker confirmed its Jaguar brand will be all electric by 2025 and that it will keep all three of its UK plants open. The losses from its worldwide workforce will not affect manufacturing staff, the spokesman said. 
I wouldn't count on it. Reuters.com, what we got popping, additional fiscal stimulus powers, U.S. retail sales, manufacturing output is strong. U.S. retail sales rebounded sharply in January after households received additional relief bread from the government, suggesting the pickup in the economic activity after being restrained by a fresh wave of the vid infections, player. I mean, come on, man. They, they, they're just telling you that the economy picked up based off the stimulus. I'm moving on. Reuters.com. Fed minutes show willingness to steer past coming jump inflation. What? Facing a still scarred economy that may need an extended time to recover fully. Federal Reserve officials last month debated how to lay the groundwork for the public to accept higher inflation. You hear this? This is on the, straight up on the news channel. How you lay the groundwork for the public to accept higher inflation, fam. And also they need to, quote, stay vigilant for signs of stress in buoyant asset markets, according to the minutes of the U.S. Central Bank's January the 26th to 27th policy meeting. What is happening <clears throat> in discussions that range from the public's perceptions of inflation to the vagaries of Robinhood-type retail stock plat- trading platform, Fed officials said they were still prepared to keep their easy monetary policy on track to help heal a job market still ailing from the impact of the bland blambling. I mean, how are you going to do that when you got you got governments, you got, you got states and cities imposing hazard pay and making stores close? Check this out. This is sad. New York Times, to get their lives back, teens volunteer for vaccine trials. Oh my God. Um, New York Times, should I read it? I really don't want to. To get out of ninth grade science period one recent Friday, the King twins had an excuse that is so very 2021. Alexandra and Isabel were 14, had to miss class, including a test, because they were participating in an actual science experiment, a clinical trial of Moderna's vid vaccine to evaluate whether the shot is effective and safe in children ages 12 to 17 quote in science we're learning about like genetics and stuff like that end quote said alexandra during the monitoring period after they'd gotten their shots at the houston clinic and and she said quote so maybe the teacher will say oh you you really shouldn't have to take the test because you're contributing to science already end quote Wow. I am appalled. Reuters, Reuters.com, share of the U.S. workers holding multiple jobs is rising. New census report shows you got one job, you got to do another. Whether you have to drive someone for Lyft or Uber, deliver groceries, the share of Americans working more than one job to make ends meet has been growing over the past two decades. And the pay from the second job make up a substantial share of workers' earnings, according to a paper published by the United States Commerce Department today. An estimated 7.8% of U.S. workers had more than one job as as of the first quarter of 2018, up from 6.8% in 1996. 96? Man, that's a long time to wait. According to to new data unveiled by the Census Bureau, which provides a more detailed analysis of multiple job holders than was previously available. The findings were based on 
data from 18 states. The earnings from workers' second job make up an average of 28% of their total earnings, showing that workers are likely relying on that pay. So you can't even you can't even just get a, get by with one one job. We knew that already, didn't we? Though it's just coming to the forefront. Reuters.com. Meanwhile, Chinese buyers helped push Bentley orders up by 50 percent, five zero, fifty. Bentley began the year with 50% more orders than the start of last year and built more luxury cars in January than the same time in 2020 as China boosted demand despite challenges from the bland bland. Its boss told Reuters on a phone Kisnall, the Volkswagen-owned brand, said it had not faced major... Hold on. Did y'all know Volkswagen-owned Bentley? Ooh. Uh, well, we got faced major disruption from Britain's exit from the European Union, nor from a short shortage of semiconductor chips, which has forced some automakers to halt or reduce production. We'll get more on that. And you're going to see more and more like China is going to surpass the United States as far as purchasing, as far as being a consumer economy, if it hasn't happened already. And you're going to see more and more of these companies not really tripping on Americans and, you know, really just getting their bread in other markets. Reuters.com stocks pull back from record highs as big tech slides yields retreat. A gauge of global equity markets pulled back today from the record high hit in the previous session as investors sold technology-related companies and the prospect of rising inflation tempered optimism around a vaccine-led global economic recovery. You know what I'm saying? That's all I'm going to say on that. I'm going to move forward. I got a couple more. CNBC European markets close lower as investors monitor rising U.S. Treasury yields. You see how this whole thing is connected all across everywhere. What happened? What you got? BBC News clothes should float in and out of our lives. What? The vid, blam, blam, blam has badly damaged economies across the world. Could an increased move towards a, quote, circular economy, quote, model, aid the recovery? And this, you'll see this, you're going to hear more and more about this circular economy. It's one of the things that they're pushing out with regards to the World Economic Forum. You can go check it out. And uh, yeah, man, you got, you got things going on. You'll own nothing and love it. Is really what's happening. That is the suggestion of a new report by academics from five countries around the globe. But what exactly is a circular economy? It, in simple terms, means that products are made from recycled materials, and they themselves are intended to be easily reused or recycled. Hence, a circle is formed. Products float seamlessly in and out of our lives as needed without creating waste, says Christy Kaler, founder of U.S. clothing firm For Days. That is how she describes the economic model. Her Los Angeles-based company is a zero-waste firm. Its customers are encouraged to mail in their old clothes for money off vouchers on new items for days, then recycles all the material, turning the cotton into new clothes. Nothing ends up in a landfill, and the company is carbon neutral, too. Or they check it and see if it's cool, and they resell it on their secondary brand which is a reseller and they get mad profits B mad profits mad profits B okay I'm just, I'm sorry um Reuters.com Dahmer's Torque Robotics picks Amazon 
as cloud provider for self-driving trucks. Have you ever heard of Torque Robotics? Dahmer AG unit Torque Robotics said today it has selected Amazon's cloud computing division to handle huge amounts of data in real time as it prepares to test self-driving test trucks in New Mexico and Virginia. BA acquired by Dahmer in 2019, Torque is developing level four autonomous technology where the vehicle operates itself under specific operating conditions, which Dahmer Trucks believes will fundamentally change the trucking and logistics business. You are absolutely right, it will. All my truckers, if you are a trucker, you need to be paying attention to this. You drive trucks. This is important. This is coming faster than I thought, you know, and I'm in the technology field. And this is what companies are going to do. They can buy a truck one time, finance it one time, and they don't have to pay people to drive it. And they're going to save millions and millions of dollars off of fuel costs, millions and millions of dollars off of labor costs, millions and millions of dollars off insurance costs, millions and millions of dollars off of, man, 401k. What is that? Unemployment costs? Man, look. Quote, the problem we're trying to solve is the most difficult technical problem of our generation. In order to solve that, you must partner with the best in class. End quote. This is Torque. Torque. Chief Executive Michael Fleming. Torque software collects the processes, massive volumes, and raw data for multiple sensors such as LiDAR, radar, and cameras on its self-driving trucks. Amazon Web Services will provide engineers with tools to design tests and run simulations, the two companies said. The test on Torque's second generation of trucks will begin this quarter, this quarter, soon. Self-driving freight services run on fixed routes between predefined points, mostly on major highways without intersections or pedestrians. That requires far less mapping than shuttling customers between random points in robo-taxis. Wendy Bauer Global head of automotive at AWS said 90% of the cloud computing division's innovations come from working with customers. So, quote, by partnering with Torque, that will push us to further advance our service offering. End quote. Quickly, further advance, advance, faster. Here it comes. Amazon has invested in self-driving software startup Aurora and seeks a major role in self-driving technology, connected cars, electric vehicles, and management of the data generated by automakers and drivers. Here it comes. And BMW has built a data hub with Amazon Web Services to boost in, in, um, to boost efficiency, which is all bad because, man, I like them joints. I like them joints. Reuters.com printed in days a house. New York firm takes 3D printing to the next level. You a carpenter, you build houses. Most homes are built block by block or brick by brick, but a demo house in what Calverton, New York, was constructed scan by scan. It's walled made using a giant three-dimensional printer. They print in houses, y'all. The demo house was built by construction firm SQ4D to show the public and industry what was possible. Now the company is putting one up for sale, a still-to-be-built house in the nearby town of Riverhead, which has been listed on property site Zillow at 
$299,000. With a detached garage, the house will cover some 1,400 square feet. The footings, foundation, and slab, along with the walls, will be entirely made with a 3D printer. Man, you know how many companies just got axed out of building houses, player? Quote, we instruct the machine to go around and follow your floor plan each pass as we go by. We're constantly building up. End quote. This is Kirk Anderson, the director of operations for SQ4D. Anderson and his colleagues had to design and build their own printer to fulfill their house-sized dream. We took the idea of a plastic 3D desktop printer and wanted to make it much larger and spit out concrete. We set tracks on each side of the structure where we planned to print. We set up our giant gantry. Our large-scale printer goes back and forth, extruding these layers one by one, stacking, building all your walls. Anderson said the actual printing time for the walls took about 48 hours, part of an overall eight-day process to build the entire home. Man, the future is now. I'm moving on. BBC Computer says go, taking orders from an artificial, artificial intelligence boss. Will your future boss be a computer? If your first thought upon reading or hearing that sentence was, well, it would be an improvement on my current human one, you wouldn't be alone. You see how they're doing that? Trying to make it seem like it's a good thing to have a computer boss. After all, an artificial intelligence software system might be better able to organize the staff without messing up your holidays and getting some unbiased feedback from a line manager who can't be accused of having it in for you or a of favoring other staff could be a pleasant change. Word. However, for those of us who have seen the Terminator movies rather too often, the thought of a computer or a robot bossing you around is also bound to raise fears that the machines are in danger of taking over. Yet this ignores the fact that we already spend a lot of time obeying machines and we don't even think about it, let alone worry. So don't worry about it, y'all. Jeff Schwartz, a senior partner at business consulting and audit firm Do Deloitte, my bad, and global advisor on future of work points to a simple everyday machine that we all obey unthinkingly, the traffic light. So if, we, if you obey a traffic light, you can have a boss computer, right? So it seems we're perfectly willing to take orders from machine in some clearly defined situations. What has increasingly happened in recent years, however, is that more of us are already being ordered around by computers at work. And experts say that this is only set to increase. Take taxi firm Uber. There isn't a man or woman in the office giving out jobs to the drivers. It's done automatically by the company's artificial intelligence software. A human might actually favor the person <clears throat> who is a single parent with two children, depending on his or her monthly income, she says, or think of this person is well-connected and will land on their feet. Software, even if it's asked these questions, cannot hope to understand the answers in that way. So they're saying you won't get preferential treatment. Instead, it is all about certain leadership tasks relating to you already being carried out by computer algorithms, she said. So, for example, there could be a software system is running in the background monitoring your performance, the number of calls you carry out, tracking your language on calls, the emails you send, the websites you visit, how often you take breaks, oh my geez. These can be used to determine what salary you get or if you get promoted. My main worry is if these algorithms are being used to predict things that is impossible for them to do. So, for example, what a good worker looks like and who merits promotion is very subjective. Yo, these fools are talking about 
There can be software systems running in the background monitoring your performance, the number of calls you carry out, tracking your language on calls, the emails you send, the websites you visit, how often you take breaks. Prof- Professor Chamorro Pramusic says that despite the concerns about artificial intelligence bosses, it is important to remember that many humans are dreadful line managers. Don't worry about it because humans are worse. Quote, it is very hard for a machine to outperform the best of bosses, but it is not very hard for artificial intelligence to be a good alternative to a really bad boss, end quote. Professor Watcher adds that a human boss's, quote, should certainly not be seen as the gold standard, end quote. What? Mr. Schwartz says his hope. I can't believe I'm reading this, man, on BBC, man. His hope is that AI bosses may help their human counterparts to improve their performance. You about to have an artificial intelligence bot. Ah, for a boss, fam. I ain't got time for this. What's next? Fox. We got Fox. We on Fox. Ford F-150 production hit by chip shortage. Remember I was talking about that. Toyota Subaru curb production amid computer chip shortage. Shortage on computer chips is curbing production for automakers around the world. And then we got GM. GM's hit as well. And check this out. While you got a robot boss, you out here with your robot boss trying to call in and your robot boss ain't answering. I'm sorry, because it's coming. You also got to deal with this. What we got? Black franchise owner sues McDonald's for alleged race discrimination. A black McDonald's franchise operator has filed a lawsuit against the company alleging that it steered him toward less profitable restaurants in lower income, predominantly black neighborhoods because of his race. Retired Major League Baseball player Herbert Washington, who currently operates 14 McDonald's restaurants, filed a civil suit in Ohio yesterday. Washington's allegations are similar to the complaints made by a group of 52 former black franchise operators who sued the company over alleged racial discrimination in September. Washington, who has been operating McDonald's franchise location since 1980, claimed in the suit that over the years, McDonald's made it harder for him to succeed compared to white franchise operators. He said the company has been trying to drive him out of, drive him out of business because he flagged the alleged discrimination. The lawsuit also alleges that McDonald's reduced advertising to black communities impacting Washington sales and that he has he was denied resources that would have helped increase his sales so whether you work for artificial intelligence is your boss or you jump into a franchise with a company someone else's company somebody else's family's company and try to do your dance under somebody else's rules some other family's rules and you may you may be subject to some sort of discrimination so i'm always talking about you know it's 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 absolutely evident that it's time for things to change if you know if if you think that we're going to be able to continue to behave in the same way that we behaved up until now. And everything's going to be okay. It's not popping, player. It's not. And, you know, um, there are inconsistencies in energy right now. That's all I'm going to say. I'm not going to get all weird with it. 
But it's time to get real. It absolutely is time to get real. And when I say it's time to get real, I'm going to start from the beginning. You know, it's time to get real with the way that you think. It's time to get real with the way that you talk to yourself. It's time to get real with the, with the expectations that you have. Are your expectations with life, with your friends, with your business, with your job, with your family? Are they realistic? Are they selfish? Are they inconsiderate? Are you tripping? It's time to get real. Anyone can sit here and and try to make excuses about why I did such a thing and why I don't do things. But is that being real? It's time to get real. Because if you don't, if you don't start getting real, it start, it's going to start getting bad for you. And some of y'all may know what I'm talking about. Some of y'all might be going through it right now. Like, yo, it was really good. And it's probably because you're not real. I'm kind of old school, you know, so keep it real for me means it's something kind of different. And then it was commercialized and whatever. People put it down after that. But in reality, you will have less issues in your life. You will have less um, dysfunction, um, less uh, combat, confrontation, if you just be real. Now, look, I was talking to someone that's very important to me, you know, um, the other day. And I was just kind of describing how I keep it real. And I say keeping it real is a balance between telling the truth and being, you know, I said the A word, you know, I'm just, I'm a grown ass man. You know, being real is is a balance between telling the truth, speaking your truth and not being an asshole. In my opinion. Now there's times you go through your life, something happens, you don't say nothing and you, you don't feel right afterwards. Whether it's an hour, two hours, a couple days, whatever. Whether you realize or not, there are times where that happens. You didn't speak up for yourself. Someone said something to you that was crazy. You didn't like it. You didn't say, hey, man, I don't like the way you said it. You didn't say that. Maybe you thought, man, I should have said that. These are times where your emotions are telling you that you did something wrong. And what you didn't do correctly is you didn't speak up for yourself. Now, you ain't got to be disrespectful. Be an asshole. You know, that's the fine line. You know, keep it real. Speak up for yourself, but... Don't be an asshole. It's time to get real because we can't be having these emotions in us no more. You know, there's a certain point where we get to a level where we have to shed our baggage in order to go up because when we when we step up, there's other things that we have to pick up and we have to put down what we already have to pick it up. And what I'm saying is we need to get real. We need to get real. We need to get real with ourselves. We need to get real with how we think. About ourselves, what are the what are the thoughts that you have about yourself? Are you mean to yourself in your head? Are you? Let's be real. Our culture, we don't really deal with with this. Whatever, I don't care. It's real. Whether you're a man or a woman, you have emotions. Whether you're a man or a woman, you have expectations. Whether you're a man or a woman, they may be realistic or unrealistic. And these expectations lead to unrealistic or unnecessary situations and it causes stress and so look we need to be real so it starts with the way we think i've been saying this lately because i know that there's a transition happening and you either you either go with it it's like one of those um what do they call it those doors you know and like they have them at government centers and stuff where uh it just spins around you know what i'm saying what do they call i can't think of what they're called 
But uh, you walk into it, and it, the door spins, and other people can walk in the little section behind you, and it just keeps kind of moving. One of them doors, you know what I mean? So it takes timing, you know? And in that transition of you trying to get through that little opening as the, the, the doors, you know, the first part is moving forward and the other part is coming behind you, you can get tore up, you can get your foot caught in there, you can get your arm caught in there, you can fall, you can trip. And in that transition from being inside to outside, in the transition from one place to, or another, you can get caught up. And if you're not if you're not thinking realistically, if you're not being real, if you're not being accountable, and if you're not making changes, you're just like, yo, I didn't speak up, you know, next time I'm gonna speak up, but I'm not gonna be mean about it, because if you speak up and you're mean about it, then you feel bad because you, you were mean and you hurt someone's feelings. So either way, it's like ah. So most people don't speak up because, you know, they they feel like they're gonna hurt somebody's feelings because they tried to speak up and someone got butt hurt about it or something, or they said it in a wrong way or something like that. Look, we it's time to get real, it's time to get past all this stuff. Now, I've been saying start a business for a long time. It's time to get real. Does your family have a family business? No. If not, you need to create it. It's time to get real. You need to create it. You need to operate it. Once you are, you know, you're, you reach a certain age or something to where you can no longer operate the family business. You either have mentored family members or a family member, an heir to run the family business, or you have hired people to run the family business that aren't in the family, but the, the profits still go to the family. People would be like, Oh, you know, I don't uh, want to go private. You know, I'm set up my trust or set up my business, but it's just me. I, I feel a lot of times for me, that statement is me here in fear. It's just you, yep, a lot of people, I'm scared too. So a lot of people don't want to go in the basement by themselves. It's just me. I'm going to go downstairs. It's dark down there. But don't associate it with other things, but I do. And I could be wrong, but yeah, it's just you. It's just you just now. You know what I'm saying? Unless you're tw- you're a twin, it was just you then. And even if you are a twin, y'all didn't pop out at the same time. So it's time to get real. It's time. It's one hundred percent time to get real. Stimulus that's coming with this, with this inflation that's coming, with the predatory um, uh, measures that are starting to be put on the businesses that are already here that are left. All these closures. All this, look, it's time to get real. If you if you don't see that what was is falling, it's or at the very least it's changing. And you got to close your eyes, shake your eyes and, you know, shake your head and, and open your eyes again and look again. And it is, it is required that you get real. And all this stuff in the public is fake. There it is. Y'all, y'all caught me. Get real. That's, that's the transition. Because now I'm going to talk about what's fake. You having a, having a job and having job security, that's fake. That's not real. They will lay you off whenever the company needs to be more nimble. And they'll put it in quotes like that. And they'll just, they'll describe how your life was ruined in some public relations sentence that doesn't even say your name or acknowledge how many years you worked for the company. It's ridiculous. It happens all the time. It's happening every day. It's just accelerated due to, you know, the economy, which was already weird before the 
pan, and then we got, you know, the pan, and all restrictions, and you can't do this, and you can't do that, and it's the, the economy is suffering, 100% suffering. And now you're going to have the increase, and you're seeing it, the increase in food prices, the increase in gas prices. There's no jobs. The jobs that are coming back, they're coming back slow. And even as they come back, artificial intelligence is coming faster. And you got inflation in prices. You got taxes, housing taxes. Property taxes are increasing, which means rents are increasing. And property taxes are increasing because the, 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 the value of homes are increasing. Why? Because stimulus. That's why. People are being priced out the market, the housing market. New couples can't buy their first starter home. People can't even start. There's where are we where are we gonna get real? Where can I get real? I don't want to get stocks. I don't want to get bonds. Markets up, markets down. It goes this way, it goes this way, it swings. I lost half in 2008. I'm very confused. You're, we're confused because we're in the public. And the public is fake. It has real implications. I can take this fake, quote, money, which is actually currency, and get a real car with it. But the moment we look at this system and try to say that it is this, we lose. Because what the system is, is a conduit. It's a commercial system. It's, it's a conduit. It's, it's, a, it's a marketplace. And the, the most valuable thing on the marketplace is your labor. 100% your labor. So I've been, I've been saying start a business. And I've been saying start a trust. But it's, it's, really, it's really time to get real. And people be like, yo, so the, the, the stock prices are inflated. Penny stocks scare me. I don't even want to trade. I don't even know about it. The, the housing prices are inflated. You know, I don't even know if I'm a qualify. That's prob- that's really why I haven't even gone to see if I qualify for a loan because I don't even think I can afford what I want. Where am I supposed to put my value, my equity that I know is in this currency that's being inflated away? What am I supposed to do? First thing you do is start getting real money. Real money, gold and silver. You got to understand that if you're saving in currency, savings accounts, certificates of deposit, you're, you're saving yourself into poverty. And that saving yourself into poverty is only going to accelerate as we go on towards the future in this monetary system. Nowhere. The stock market is going to correct which means, i.e., it is going to suffer a crash. Now, is it going to be a large crash, a small crash? I don't know, but it will suffer a crash. The, the currency is becoming less and less. Housing is inflated. All this stuff is going up. How do I start? Man, grab silver. 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 Grab silver. It's still affordable. I know, you know, I know the spot price is $27. You ain't going to find it for nothing less than like $40, $39 an ounce right now. That spot price don't mean nothing. Why? Because that spot price is not real. That's the paper price. You buy SLV equity. It's a paper contract and a trust. 
It's not it's not real. That's why it's twenty seven dollars and some change. Because it's not real. The real stuff is is right around it's forty bucks. You're gonna be hard pressed to find, you know, an ounce of silver, even in, in a in a coin or a round right now, that's not forty dollars. You better have some plugs because it's real. The real price of gold and silver is not what you see in that spot price. It's not happening. They've already separated and people just don't know it, but they say spot price plus premium. Oh, there's a premium on gold and there's a premium on silver above the spot price because of how much it costs to make and blah, 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 blah. Like, look, dude, that is wild. When you ever go buy something and people start, you know, the seller starts telling me about how much it costs to make and I'm like, look, man, just sell it to me. But that just lets you know that there's a real price and there's a fake price and there's time to get real. And if you're getting real, you're going to pay more for silver than what it looks like. But if you're not real, you're going to see the difference. You might argue, you might walk out without no silver, think you're getting played because you're not being real. Gold and silver is real money. You're going to get your hands on more silver right now than gold. And I think, you know, I think silver is, you know, a precious metal as well as an industrial metal. And that's all I'm going to say. You know, real assets as well. You got to get real assets. If you can get your hands on some property right now, do it. Check this out. The Federal Reserve is keeping interest rates so low that essentially, if you get real estate, if you get a duplex or a triplex or something like that, and you get renters in it, and sometimes it's a single family home if you're an investor and you don't live in it, you know what I mean? You can get a, a loan. And the interest rates are so low on the loan that you're basically making money. And how that works out is over time, the currency will be inflated. $15 an hour, then it's going to be $17 an hour. Please believe me. And they're going to get everyone by saying, let's tax the rich. And everyone's going to vote for it, right? And But the rich is going to be like $100,000 or $120,000 or $150,000 or something. And the people who don't make that is going to be like, yeah, let's pass it. But what you don't understand is through inflation, um, wages rise over time, or at least it appears rise over time. You just have to give them more currency for them to get the same value because the value of the currency is decreasing. Go look in history and see how much people made an hour in 1960. 1970, 1980. What was the average wage? People were working, like making like $15,000 a year, and them fools was living large. And at that time, if they was like, you're making 15 Gs, and you're like, we're going to tax the rich. Anybody above 80,000, they're going to be taxed. You'd be like, yeah, well, within a very short period of time, you would be making 80,000. And in a very short period of time, whatever this new tax the rich thing is going to be, in, in, in a matter of years, most people who were not rich will be in that tax bracket due to inflation and the laws of inflation that we aren't taught in school. So if you want to understand what I'm saying, just go back, just do a Google search. What was the average hourly wage in 1966? What was the average hourly wage in 1976? What was the hourly, average hourly wage in 1986, 96, 2006? And see how the average hourly wage has been on a steady increase over time. Over time. So, you know, hey, that tax the rich stuff sounds good right now. 
Do your homework, though. So real assets. I said real money. Get real. Real assets. So get a home. Like with the, with, and I'm not giving legal advice. I'm not an attorney. I'm not a lawyer. Whatever. Do your dance. I'm wrong all the time. I'm, I'm wrong every day. You know what I'm saying? Every single day. I'm wrong. So don't, don't listen to me. But if, if the inflation on the currency, the Fed says 2%, and then the Federal Reserve says we're going we're gonna to shoot for over 2% inflation, and if you can get a loan for about 2% on a property, and real estate is increasing over time, while the value of the currency that you're paying is decreasing over time, I mean, real asset, real estate is a real asset. You got the land, you got the structure that's on the land, make some bread. Most people think of it as like house and picket fence with the dog and stuff. That's not, you. That was, that was marketing. That's marketing. That's the marketing to make you a slave to the system. You got to work and pay that thing 30 years. But real estate investors, hey, we put renters in there, let them pay it. And they move out, someone else pays. Just the renters pay it. And then there's a spread. Like that that's a real asset. You can get a condo if you can get a condo and rent out your condo. You know, the, there's a lot of people. And unless, you know, something happens and you know, most people aren't aware of, there's gonna be more people and more people need places to live and food, clothing, shelter, those are necessities in life. Not just humans, but you know what I'm saying? Pigeons and Wolves and stuff, you know what I'm saying? So I hope you feel, you know, what else? What what else is real assets? Gold, silver, which is real money. Classic cars. You know, they're about to go all electric. So get, you know, I, if you maybe start sourcing some gasoline cars that are kind of classic or something. Or, you know, could become classic and sit on them joints. Because I would say in the next 10 to 20 years, gasoline cars are going to be, you know, pretty expensive. Um, art. Diamonds, emeralds, pearls. I would say realistically, silver, gold, and get some real estate. You got the FHA first-time homebuyer loan. You know what I'm saying? Uh, they give, they can, they you can do grant. They give you grants for your for your um, for your down payment that you don't pay back. Um, as long as you you know what you got a homestead, the crib for like two or five years. I don't remember. It's different everywhere, but and then like you know just hey hey, it's time to get real. Also, real skills, man. If if you understand the you know the division of labor and how it breaks down, and you can check out uh, the Wealth of Nations, I think by Adam Smith, I think his name is, and he breaks down the division of labor and stuff. And if you do, if you understand the division of labor, if you really look at what you do for a job, you know what I'm saying. If you took what you do, if you what you go to work and do every day, if you took that away from your job and saying like if you did what you do every day at your job just by itself. Could that be a standalone service? You know what I'm saying? And if that's the case, that's the division of labor. You know what I mean? So, like, if you if you are, you know, uh, if your job is, uh, you know, you make the bread in Subway. You know what I'm saying? You know how to make the bread. Could you make bread not at Subway and make money? Then that's good. That's a skill. You know what I mean? Knowing how to make bread is a skill. But you got to understand what skills are monetizable, what, what skills you can make money off of, and start learning skills. Get real with your skills, and, and, and don't depend on the skills that you have 
gained through education or in the job market. There are other skills that you need to get real with and you need to acquire. And if you sit down long enough and be like, man, what, what skills do I need? What skills do I need? And what skills can I get or acquire to start making some extra money? You'll come up with something. It's time to get real. The stimulus is coming, man. It, this, yo, look. Look. You know, I was telling y'all that there was a crash coming. You know, I was like, there's going to be a black swan event. I, didn't, I had no idea it was going to be the vid. Telling y'all I need to start your own business. I told y'all they was locking down. Telling, I was telling y'all, and I'm telling y'all right now. You know, go back. I've been doing this for over five years. Go back in the archives and, and just, you know, just check the record. I'm telling y'all right now, it's time to get real. Get real skills. Real skills. I mean, most of us can't even make a fire without a lighter or a match. And we need warmth to stay alive and stuff. And, you know, we got our brothers and sisters in Texas. and ain't even got power or heat, you know. These things are important. You know, it's time to get real. It's time to get real skills. You know, I saw I saw food shortages. I saw supply chain disruptions. Did you see it during those lockdowns? Did you ever go to the store and, and, the, and the shelves were a little more bare than you remember ever seeing shelves in a store in your life? That's how, that happened to me. It's time to get real. We need real skills. You know how to grow something? Can you grow something inside? Can you grow something outside that you can eat? Or is it just a spider plant that looks good? You know, it's time to get real. Like you got plants that you water every day. And if you do, can you use them? Can you can you eat them? Do they provide any value to you or are they just they just look good? That's not real to me. I mean, maybe one or two, but the majority of your plants, if you're going to water them and, and do all that stuff, you better be eating something off there, some peppers or something, baby. Real skills, man. Learn how to grow something. Learn how to do your own taxes. It's time to start, you know, um, closing the ranks, you know what I'm saying? Like start becoming more and more independent, self-dependent. What else can we get real? Get real knowledge. Real knowledge. What real knowledge with regards to finances? You know, finance. Real knowledge with regards to this economic system. Real knowledge with regards to structures that are able to do business in the United States that are not just LLCs and corporations and individuals and stuff. It's time to get real knowledge. And the way that I've found that I get real knowledge is privately. I'd be paying people for, you know, classes and stuff. I pay these cats for this trading class making bread. Lost bread today, though. I guess it happens. You know what I'm saying? I'm not used to it. Pay this other dude from for this for this trading class. Learn how to look at, you know, charts and stuff. Making bread. I've been burned. I paid this cat. Yeah, I'm gonna teach you how to discharge. Burn me up. Paid him though. Burn me all the way up. Burnt. Red Bull. And you win some, you lose some. But it's private education. Public education ain't gonna teach you nothing. Ain't gonna teach you nothing. It's set up for a certain way. You know what I'm saying? Get real knowledge. Understand how the educational system came came into existence. Who 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 endowed? Who were the families <laughs> that heavily endowed the educational system? And not just the general education board, but you know, different educational institutions. Real knowledge. It's time to get real knowledge. It's time to understand what jurisdiction is. Why? Because you deal with it every day. Quit being ignorant to it. Time to get real. It's time to get real friends. 
real family, you know, get real. There's people that, you know, you give your energy to and you get nothing for it. And your and your heirs get nothing for it. Your estate gets nothing for it. And just because you knew them since when or they you met them through so-and-so or whatever. It's time to get real. It's time to, you know, hey, maybe not cut people off per se, but, you know, back up. Hey, I got to get some work done. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to be a little unavailable for a while. You know what I'm saying? You're my peoples. You understand. If they understand, cool. If they don't, hey, true colors, player. It's time to get real. People on the phone talking about a bunch of stuff. He say, she say, what they did. How is that helping you? Am I getting money off this? Does this add to my family estate? This ain't real. We ain't talking about nothing real. And maybe you enjoy that. Maybe you need to get real about talking about that you enjoy talking about nothing and wasting your time in your life. Get real about that. What are you really doing? I'm going to keep saying it. It's time to get real. Do you have real friends? Do they deserve your energy that you'll never get back on this earth that you should be putting into other more productive things like working on yourself, acquiring new skills that you can bring in more income, setting up your private estate, setting up your life insurance policy so that you don't need debt to your heirs, setting up your proper structures so you don't have to push them through probate. It's time to get real, real family members. It might be blooded, but are they family? Are they chopping you down? Are they making you feel good? And not to say cut them off, like I said, per se, but it might, time, it might be time to ease back a little bit. Like, look, this ain't really working out. I'm, I'm putting out a certain energy, and I'm getting a certain energy back, and that's, it's not conducive to what you know, I'm doing right now. And I'm just, I'm just going to ease back a little bit. I love you. You know what I'm saying? Hugs, kisses, wait. Nope, vid, my bad. Elbows, nigga. It is what it is. But you got you got real friends, you got real family, and of course, you know what I'm saying. It's time to get real with the private structures, man. It's time to get real. It's time to start your business. It's time to get real. It's time to get 100% real. I don't care. And people will be like, "Oh, so I don't know what to do to start my business." So you got all these examples out here. I mean, just psh, open Google. Turn on something and just look. Everything pretty much you're looking at is a product or a service. You ain't got to invent a wheel. Best thing you got to do is figure out what you like. So whatever you're doing, you like it at least. So you're not like, oh, man, it's like now you have two miserable jobs that you can't stand, but you're the boss of the one, so you fire yourself. But like, man, like find something you like to do. What do you like to do? And do that. And make some money off it. Learn how to make some money off it. But, you know, I'm saying, look, look, I'm not, you know, I'm, this is, this is so the big brother right now. You know, I know I'm kind of going in, but I love you. And, 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 and those who love you will take the time to tell you the good and the bad because, and people who aren't really invested in you aren't going to tell you some stuff like that. They ain't going to tell you you got a book in your nose. You ever looked in the mirror and you got a book in your nose or something like that? And you're like, dang, nobody told me. Yup, none of those people are your friends. None of those people cared about you enough or your relationship enough to get through the awkward part of telling you, hey, man, you got a booger in your nose. It's awkward. It's embarrassing. No one wants to tell anybody they got a booger in their nose. But you're my friend. I love you. So, yo, you got a booger in your nose. 
handle that. I'm going to whisper it. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to try to do the little hand signal. You know, I'm going to rub my nostril, see if you catch it. You know, some people are like, man, you got your nose itch? I'm like, nah, man, you got a bug in your nose, man. I'm trying to, trying to, trying to be slick. I'm trying to be, you know, suspect. You know what I'm saying? Circumspect. And as someone who loves you, like for real, man, I love y'all. I love my people. I love y'all. You know, I love subscribers. I love the listeners, trustees. Just, you know, I love the people who talk mess. I love you too. You know what I'm saying? If I understand, I understand. Like sometimes, you know, we show love or we show, you know, uh, no love, I guess. But either way, it's a show and I get it and I appreciate it. You know what I'm saying? But it's time to get real. And the real part of it is you need to start a business. You're making excuses. You got time. You're on the phone. You know what I'm saying? You could be spending two hours, four hours a week working on your business, checking off a checklist. You got time. Get out. Get off the Instagram. Get off the Facebook. Get off the TikTok. You got time that you're doing that you're doing something that's not productive because you worked all day and you and it's your day off or something silly that you excuse that you use that ain't real. And you know, and and out of love, love for you because I want what's best for you. I'm telling you, it's time to get real. Real money, real asset, real skills, real knowledge. Real friends, real family. Get a real business. Start your start a business. Most places it only costs like fifty to a hundred dollars to organize a corporation. Yeah, it may be a little scary or something. Just do it. Like I was saying earlier, we all we all feel fear. You think I ain't never been as fearful? Like, oh man, I don't want to. And then think of all the things that could happen. We all we all experience fear. It's those of us who push past the fear and continue. We the one we get jewels, you know what I'm saying? That those who put don't push past the fear don't even understand and can't appreciate. And people say, How you do it? Huh? I do it. I tell the little punk voice in my in my head to shut up, and I do it. And if I can give you anything, that's what I would give you. Just do it. If you're gonna do anything right now, it's time to get real. You should be buying. You know, hey, what you got? You got fifty bucks? No, I ain't got fifty bucks this week. You got fifty bucks this week? Nah, man. I said last week I ain't got fifty bucks. All right, two two weeks. You got 50 bucks this week? Nah, man. I told you last week I ain't got 50 bucks. All right, cool. You got 50 bucks for this week? Nah, man. All right, man. It's been four weeks. If you ain't got 50 bucks, there's something wrong with you, fam. What you doing? All right, all right. So, all right, so I got 50 bucks. All right, man. Go buy some silver. But how much is it an ounce? It don't matter. Just go get it. Go get whatever you can. And do that every single month. Okay, well, I could probably do that every two weeks. Okay, then. Well, then do that every two weeks, then. $50. Go buy some silver. They got fractional silver. They got, you know, the the currency silver that used to be in the currency. They call it junk silver or, or constitutional silver. You can buy you can buy a silver bracelet for sixteen bucks or something. You know, just go buy some silver, fifty dollars. That's it. You ain't got ain't got to be a big purchase. Like man, I ain't, I'm saving up. That's to me, that's silly. That I'm saving up. I'm, I'm gonna wait till I get ready. That's that's the hurdle. Just start. Just do it. 
I'm going to save up to what? To a thousand. You know how many times you're going to have something to do with that 500, that 600, that 700? How many times you say you're going to save up some money and you almost got there, got halfway there, and something happened? Huh? I know, because it happened to me. That's what happened to me. Can't tell me that happened to you. I know what happened to you. I know what happened to you. It happened to me. It happened to me a lot. Until I understood that, you know, waiting is the problem. It wasn't the money that was a problem. I said $1,000. Who said $1,000? I said $1,000. Why? Because I know it's hard for me to, to, to save up $1,000. I know that about myself. That's why I said that. I'm being real. I'm being real. I made a, in, in you know, an insurmountable, you know what I'm saying, goal. Because I know I won't make it. And that's my excuse. That's why I ain't, ain't going to try because I couldn't save up yet. You see what I'm saying? I'm keeping it real. I've done that. I still do that sometimes this day, and I catch myself. Limiting my options, limiting what I can do, limiting my possibilities because I have fear. I'm not going to make it. I'm not going to be able to do it. I'm going to waste my time. You know, I should be be doing this. They're going to laugh at me. Nah, man. I move through that. I'm I'm real with y'all. I tell y'all real. I tell y'all real so y'all can see it. And if you see it, you can recognize. And if you recognize yourself in me or anything I say, hopefully, and I trust that that makes you get closer to the thought of, man, if so can do it, so can I. Because that's the truth. So said he'd be fearful too. You damn right, I'd be fearful. And what do I do? I choke it up and I go. It's like, you know, you go, you ever been swimming and then, you know, you got the regular dive and then you got that high dive. You ever seen people go up there and then just choke and can't do it? Yep. Cause you know, I've been up there. Like, man, you don't jump, you don't go this way. You don't, in your neck and your shoulder, everything going to pop out and they're going to laugh at you and you're going to drown. You're going to bleed out out your booty and everybody going to laugh at you bleeding out your booty because you fell off the, the high dive. We all have the same thoughts, man. Fears. But the, the feeling after you jump and you conquer that fear, that thing starts a positive feedback loop that you don't even know. Five years later, you don't even know how you got there. Like, how did I get here? How did I get here just being thankful and just and just getting through my fear? How did I get here? I mean, I promise you, that that's something I will promise. You create that positive feedback loop because most of us are used to that negative feedback you know someone says something I say something I had a bad day they pulled me over you know what I'm saying just every day it's a negative feedback loop that I pay attention nope not anymore positive what's going on feedback loop man and, and it just gets bigger it's like a snowball it just gets bigger and bigger there's really no choice besides are you going to choose the negative snowball or the positive snowball I choose the positive positive feedback loop And then create that and get that going and get that going. But it starts by being real. You got to be real. You got to take your medicine. A lot of us aren't, we don't like to take our medicine. We grown, can't nobody tell us nothing anymore. You know, even if it's the truth, we don't get mad at them, yell at them, raise our voice, hang up on them. You know what I'm saying? Push them down, throw snow on them. Nope. Take your medicine. Because if you can't take your medicine, someone else is going to give it to you. And you can get mad at them, but you know, it is what it is. 
So it's time to get real. You know what I'm saying? What I say? Real money, real assets, real skills, real knowledge, real friends, real family, real private structures. That's the name of the game. We going into a time where, you know, it's about to, you know, hey, things are going to get, you know, hey, hey, we, you know, we possibly, you know, I'm going to be honest because I didn't say anything about the vid and I felt bad. So I'm going to say this. I think we're going to see some food price issues for real. And then we're going to see issues with the availability of food like we've never seen before in the next coming years. And that's why I say learn how to grow some stuff. Learn how to grow some of your own food inside and outside. I don't care. I got an apartment, so I don't have a garden. So you can get pots and go to Walmart or whatever and get some dirt and plant it in your crib, man. Trying to hear that. Oh, you got a yard. I know somebody got a, a bookshelf full of plants with the with the you know what I'm saying? What they got? The little the little lamp, the standing lamp that you buy. That you put the light in and stuff, and then they got you know she got the uh, the what you call it, the grow lights in that joint on a timer. No excuses, player. But no, for real, I think I, I really see, I really foresee like food shortages, yo. Believe it or not, it's crazy. I hope I'm wrong. I thought I was wrong about the vid, but I wasn't. Um, so. Yeah, you know, it's time to get real. It's really, it really is, you know. And here's a bonus for starting your business, you know. And, um, you know, shout out to the secretary because I was I was talking to the secretary and um, of the foundation, yep. just so y'all know. And uh, um, came to the understanding that, you know, I guess some a lot of stuff I know is, I guess, very, very important. So I'm, I'm going to share this with y'all too. How about this? So when it comes to starting your business, I know it can – seem like a very very um large undertaking you know what i'm saying you look around at businesses that are already established and that's a that's pretty much all we know you know what i'm saying so we don't really see what it what it is to take a business from square one to square ten we usually just see businesses at square ten you know and and that's cool but here here let me put this in perspective for you um if you start a business right and you can get 1,000 true customers to your business. 1,000. Just 1,000 customers. And nowadays, with online platforms and stuff, that should not be too difficult. You just need 1,000 customers. And you'll have, you might have more. Maybe you have 5,000. Maybe you have 10. Maybe you have 1,130. It doesn't matter. What you need is 1,000 true customers. And when I say true, I mean... You need 1,000 customers that are willing to spend at least $100 with your company throughout the year. All right? How does that sound? Just need 1,000 that'll spend $100, not a month, just a year. $100 a year. If you have 1,000 customers that spend $100 a year at your business, just $100 a year. It's not hard. It's 12 months, 100 bucks. Your business will be making $100,000. You can do it with 500 customers. You would just need to raise it to $200 a year, which means out of 12 months, you would have to have these 500 customers purchase $200 in merchandise or services, and your business will be making $100,000 a year. You can do one 
1,000 customers who spend $50 a year, and you'll be making $50,000. Your company will be making $50,000 a year. Now, how much do you make at your job right now? Is it $50,000 a year? Is it $100,000 a year? 1,000 customers to buy $100 a year in products or services, and your company will be making $100,000 a year. How much do you make a year? How long do you think it would take you to get 500 or 1,000 people to spend $100 throughout the year with your company, with your, your, your family business? It's 100,000, 50,000, however you break it down, that's the numbers. It's a year. And most of y'all know I did music, and that's how I really broke into the game. I learned it as the 1,000 true fan model. If you get 1,000 fans to spend $100 on your brand, on your music, on your you know merchandise, whatever, within one year, you will make $100,000, and it was up from there because that was an attainable thing. That's something I can, okay, 1,000, that ain't that many people. You know what I'm saying? I could do that. Look, we got 60 seconds left in the broadcast. You want to call in? Otherwise, you get cut off. 563-999-3625. 563-999-3625. Otherwise, you will get disconnected. But yeah, I mean, that's, that's how I learned it. But that can be applied. Anything, any good business practice can be applied to any business. So if you, if you, you know, just think about that. Any, any successful business practice can be applied in some way, shape, or form to any actual business. So no matter what you're doing, you can find 100 customers or 50 customers and, you know, figure out how to get 100 or $200 from them throughout the year. And you're making $100,000 a year. Now, hopefully that shows you the value of your labor. All you have to do is build up a certain number of customers and every year you're making money and more. And $100,000 a year is better than 15, 25, 28, 33, 36, 39, 42, whatever is popping off. And I'm not I'm not taking any shots. I just, I, you know, I love you. I love you. I love y'all. No, I'm not, I mean, I'm none of that. None of the weirdness. But I mean, you know, it's, it is what it is. So, boom, there it is. It's time to get real. You know, and I gave I gave you some action. You know, what I'm saying I hope I trust that you got value out of this. You know, if you didn't, you know, I don't know. Uh, you can leave a comment or email admin at Welcome to the Foundation. Say, hey, so you suck, and I'll go do something else. I'll figure something else out. No problem, no problem, no hard feelings Cool, it's all good It's all love, but You know, it's time to get real And, you know, I'm one of them people that, You know, if you've heard it You can't say that no one told you Straight up So, you, yeah, hey That's what I got to say I'm, So I go to the phone lines I haven't gone to the phone lines in a while, huh I don't know I'll take a, should I? I'll take a I'll take a call or two. Someone been on hold for like half hour. 
Um, but yeah, I mean, that's it. It's time to get real, y'all. I can assist you in any way. I'm here to serve, you know, just to offer. Admin at welcome to the foundation.com, trustee training, you know, start your business, do a consultation, whatever you need. I got you. But when it comes to the economics, are one of the most important things. That's how we are the most messed up is economically. And I just think, you know, the foundation is, you know, understanding the foundation, you know, how, how, you know, business is done truly what this really is, what we're really looking at, what we're really dealing with. So we're not all weirded out and confused. With that being said, let me uh, take a phone call or two. Uh, First caller, appreciate your patience. Area code 770 Peace. What's your name? Where are you going from? Peace, peace, peace. It's Robert. Robert, oh, Robert Peace. Hey, peace, man. <laughs> How you doing? Hey, man. What's going on? I, I feel like you be talking to me directly, man. First, first thing I got to say is I appreciate you. I'm sure I'm speaking on behalf of many others. You know, not just the foundation, but you personally for your conviction and your fervor and everything that you put into the show, you know, for even telling us as your listeners and, you know, people who are invested in their private education, you know, that you love and care about us and think about us enough to tell us the right thing to do, fam, because I'm that person that'll tell you you got to book up your nose, too. So, you know, I can relate. But um, at the same time, I feel convicted. I feel convicted because I have, I could do more. I could do more. But I want to say, I want to say something real quick. Um, there's, there's something that I just found out about. A buddy of mine sent me this photograph. I want to share it with you guys. It's, it's called Wealth Level by Net Worth. I never thought it was this way at all. But this is what they consider to be wealth levels. These are the classes, okay? Poor Four classes, zero to five hundred thousand, and this is an assets. Also, let me let me say that this is intangible assets. Like you right? talking like net worth, well, net worth, right? Net worth valued intangible assets, right? So so poor is zero to five hundred thousand, and we're talking about yearly. Middle class is five hundred thousand to two million. Upper middle class is two million to four million. Comfortable is four million to ten million. Wealthy is ten million to thirty million. Lesser rich is thirty million to eighty million. Comfortable rich is eighty million to one hundred fifty million. Rich is considered to be one hundred fifty million to two hundred million. Seriously rich is two hundred million to four hundred million. Truly rich is four hundred million. To 800 million Filthy rich is 800 million To 2 billion And super rich is 2 billion Dollars plus Okay so that's some perspective That was perspective for me I actually put this on my wallpaper Alright shouts out to MT My boy he the one that sent me to it We on point So that was just something for me man I've I've never even Touched 500,000 dollars but after I saw this, I tell you, it gave me more motivation, man, because that's, that's crazy right there to me. But, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah motivation. You, you look look at something like that and be like, man, psh, I ain't poor. And then just show them. For real. 
and then just show it. Like, yeah, I mean, you can look at this. This this says poor right here, and that's the, that's not me. And it was, I mean, it was, but you can't right, say it is right. now. I mean, that's the dance. I'm with you on that, but yeah, I mean that that's yep. Yeah. I mean, it really puts it into perspective. Look, check this out, man. I knew I knew what it really was, and I say this all the time. When I was on the south, when I was in the south of France, on a yacht the size of an apartment building, the thing was huge, and it was a private yacht, and, and you know what I'm saying, and I'm talking to dude, and you know he's like, I like what you did, like your music and stuff, you know whatever, just stupid filthy, and that was just his everyday, and I was like, wow. Well, he's talking about his flags. Yeah, I got this flag. I got this flag. So when I enter the jurisdiction, we just fly this flag, sailing around the world like it's nothing. And the, and the, the dude, he had a, a kitchen in there. I mean, I got lost in that joint. I met the Jew who told me about trusts on that joint. Yeah, and that's I what I was like. And these fools, these fools had boats. You know what I'm saying? I mean, man, they were just yeah. like like every day, like how 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 my people would get out, go up, get up, and go out and get on a bus. Or go and get in a you know in a in a Buick or whatever. These fools go and get on a yacht the size of a small <laughs> freighter, man. And then they jump. They got the other boat. And then I saw this one that was pulled up next to the one I was on. It was bigger, and it had a helipad on that joint. And I'm on the beach and stuff, and I'm just around these people who I know just have so much more bread than me. I was like, man, I'm small guy, small fry over here. I got a couple hundred thousand thinking I'm doing my dance or whatever. Like, no, nah, that's put it puts it in perspective, man. You walk into one of them stores and the cheapest item is forty bands, and I'm like, man, I'm out of here. <laughs> I'm out of here, and that's what they do every day. It's like it's nothing, just facts. as though it's that's nothing. Facts. But those are individuals who either created that wealth or their family created that wealth through enterprise, through business. You know, straight up, you ain't, you ain't getting, you ain't nobody getting rich working a job, getting checked, getting direct deposit. You ain't, you ain't getting you wealthy. You ain't gonna get out of any any class that you're in by getting a check from somebody else or some payroll department. It's not popping it, man. Look, that's just time like to get this real. Guy right now. Got this guy right now. It's a house that I'm remodeling. This is a part of why I had called you, and. I've been I've been super busy because I've been working on two different projects at the same time right now. I got a basement remodel that I've been working on, adding a bathroom for this lady. It's got a shower and a toilet and a sink, and we had to put a pump in. The pump had to get it up and out, so I had to run some electrical. Yes, I had another plumber do the job or whatever, but I was handling everything else, me and my partner. But we have another job that's happening at the same time with this with this person. He's a friend of my of my business partner. And his his father passed away. Well, I'm sorry. His 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 uncle his uncle passed away, and his uncle willed him some property. He left him he left him a house. It's paid for. It sits on like it got to be about seven acres, two car garage, three bedroom, two bath. It's an older house, built in like the 60s or 70s, but it's a nice house. It's got a good sized backyard, good sized front yard. It's a pond across the street. We having swans on it and everything. So he left him a car. He left him a motorcycle. He left him some cash. And he's been paying me and my business partner to remodel the place because his uncle told him to take care of it. And he's moving his sons in, right? So 
I'm thinking to myself how this happens, and you know, he don't look like me, if you know what I mean. You know, he good people. See my people. He cool. I ain't got no problems with him. Got nothing but love for him. But it's like our people don't. We don't do that. We don't educate ourselves and teach ourselves on how to do that to lead things from generation to generation. Because I've been in this house working on his house. You know, he's getting rid of his uncle's stuff. His uncle had all kinds of stuff. He was. He was. He was. His uncle was somebody who was like how we are. You know, survival gear and. You know, he got things written down, want to change intervals for the air filter and oil on his car, just a real about his business, take care of his stuff real well. You know, had all different types of, I'm talking about old stuff, old farm equipment. My boy Mo, he took so much old farm equipment away from here that he wants to put down on his property, wagon wheels and old tillers. You talking about people growing, growing food, learning how to grow food. It's real live old school farm equipment out here, like for real, for real, for plowing fields and, and oxen steers and that kind of shit, you know, and that's the type of stuff that we need to be on, man, because I was telling my boy, Mo, I, don't, I, I want my children's children, you know, my kids and my grandkids to talk about me that way, and a lot of times, that's how you talk, so you talk like, I remember one time you told me, that I would be doing a real disservice to my to my future generations if I did not get educated on how to handle my private affairs. And that's so true. So again, I'm done. I really ain't got nothing else to say. I just want to salute you. You know what I'm saying? Big ups. Uh they're going hard on your boy on uh, on uh, uh, uncle. They're going real hard on Uncle right now. They done shut his YouTube page down. I was watching his last video. He was talking some good stuff, and they they done chopped it off, and they killing the server and everything on his YouTube page. They 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 really not doing my man good right now. So, you know, shout out yeah. to Big Brother Yusuf. You know, shout out to Yusuf. Um, it's it's going down all over, man. Um, and honestly, um, you know, I put I put shows on the YouTube, old shows and stuff, but I didn't really transition to YouTube because I I felt like the censorship stuff was coming. So once they censored mm-hmm. Donald Trump when he was the president, I was like, oh, okay, well, there it is. They censored yeah. the president. I don't care what your view <laughs> is. It don't matter. Bam, they took the president yeah. off of Twitter. Like, Word. what? That was crazy Word. to me. But, yeah, it's going around and stuff. And as you think, as you say, there's, there's different avenues that we just got to keep moving. So um, what was I going to say? You, uh, clubhouse, like um, – uh, the secretary, I ain't gonna say her name, but the secretary of the foundation. Now we got a secretary. We got, you know, it's not a secretary. It's the secretary of the trust. I want to say we got a. This is, I'm I'm trying to be specific. Anyways, she put me on the clubhouse and stuff. So um, I'm probably gonna get on clubhouse. Actually, I'm probably gonna be on clubhouse next week and start getting on clubhouse on that app. Um, I we gonna set up a Discord server, which is a private server. You can only get in there by invite. You know, and have stuff on there, and I'm getting ahead of it because I know it's coming. They're gonna start, and then blog talk might get weird. So you know, um, I'm beefing up the website so to where maybe you know, if not doing live shows, at least can you know put up, um, you know, episodes and, and, and sound clips and stuff, and keep and keep you know the 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 information going from different platforms and stuff. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But I'm I'm on the level of you know hosting the website in in Switzerland or something like I know how to do stuff like so I'm not really concerned about it. 
But yeah, the, the censorship here it comes. They're locking down. I've been saying it for years. The public is locking down, and yeah. people just be like, "Oh, yeah. it means the money or the fiat or no, man." The public period is locking yeah. down. It's locking down, serious. man. Serious, it's serious, serious. So yeah, yeah, shout out to Big Brother Yusuf, man. That's terrible. He put a lot of work into that YouTube channel, man. A lot. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's, they give him a for nothing too, bro. It's just it's just because of what he's saying. But anyway, yo, love, 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 peace, peace to all the listeners, peace to everybody, and trusty trainer, peace to everybody in the archives, all that good stuff, everything. Love y'all. I'm out this joint. <laughs> peace. Appreciate you, fam. Appreciate you calling in. Yup. And they mess, they messing with the big brother, man. You know how, you know, you want to just run up on a fool. You messing with my brother? But in this day and age, you just run up on a on a on a machine or artificial intelligence or a post office box or something. I guess it just doesn't make sense. But you know what it is what it is. So yes, as I was saying, uh, I'm gonna start doing, you know, jumping on Clubhouse. People want to if you if you have Clubhouse if you're interested and want to you know figure out what are we doing I'm gonna I'm gonna be jumping on there once a week just to spread out um, and you know we setting up the Discord server we just kind of you know spreading out a little bit so you know the public can't just straight swoop on the foundation you know what I'm saying like it's hard it's gonna be hard to throw a tarp over this entire foundation that we done laid over these years. So with that being said, if you're interested and you're like, yo, Clubhouse, I'm, I'm with that. Discord, I'm familiar with that. Email me, admin at welcometothefoundation.com and get you some information on that, you know, as we expand and um, uh, lessen the dependencies on the on the current, you know, construct and structures that we use to get this information out. So, you know, like I said, email admin at welcometothefoundation.com if you want to, you know, get information on the Clubhouse. I'm not hosting the rooms but I will be invited to speak in these rooms. You know what I'm saying? So I can get you in contact with the person who's going to be running that and, you know, get you all squared away. I think we got a couple of invites if you're not on Clubhouse. So like I said, email admin at welcometothefoundation.com. What else I got for you? I got... Uh, that's about it, man. I mean, you know what I'm saying? Like, I gave y'all a lot, I feel like. I do I do know, you know, like I as as I was saying earlier, you know, I see some food issues coming down the pipe, you know what I mean? So I think one of the main skills you want to just start learning how to grow, you know, work on your green thumb, even if it's like just some basil and some peppers that you grow in your window, you know, even when they're out of season, them things are expensive and if you you would just grab it's it's dope. You won't it's contagious. You'll start growing more and more. You'll understand what I'm saying when you start doing it, man. But start growing some food grow, and grab some silver. And it's time to get real. Start your business. Real money, real assets, real skills, real knowledge, real friends. I'm keeping it real. I ain't lying to you. Real friends, real family, and real private structures. I invite you to, you know, to jump in the trustee training. I especially invite you to go to admin at I'm sorry invite you to go to welcome to the foundation.com go to the website sign up for the email list there's going to be 
an email going out for all email list subscribers. That's exclusive simply for email list subscribers. And we're going to have more and more of that coming. So, you know, be on the lookout. I got it. I got, you know, I got nothing. I'm out of here. I'm out of here. I'm ready to go. I'm done. But I love y'all. I really do. I appreciate y'all. The reason why I do this is because I want y'all to be informed. I want y'all to be empowered. I want y'all to understand what's going on. I want you to be able to discern the correct moves to make. And even if you can't discern what correct moves to make, know that you are making good moves. Like you're constantly getting silver. You're constantly constantly working on acquiring new skills. And these things in time, they add up. And I can't stress it more. I cannot. But it's really t- it's time to get real. And I'm not talking to anyone specific. Anyone. I just feel as though, you know, a lot of us have to hear this. I need to hear it. You know, I need to hear it. Am I being realistic? Do I have unrealistic expectations? Am I an asshole? Am I mean to people? You know, am I a procrastinator? Do I talk myself out? Am I sitting here scared like a little baby? Not pursuing my dreams. Not reaching for my goals. Is that what I'm doing? And if so, I need to stop it. I need to get real money. I need to get real assets. I need to get real skills. I need to get real knowledge. I need to get these fake friends up away from me and quit wasting my time with them. And these weird family members, I need to quit. I need to just quit. No one says that I need to get along with these people. I know it sucks, but yo, I got stuff to do. I need to get real. And I need to get my real private structures together. My business trust, my asset trust, my family trust. It's not controlled by any state legislation. It's private. Recognize to do business in over 120 countries. If you got it, yeah, you might have to expatriate, player. Well, the trust goes with you. You ain't got to go get a new trust. There's a lot of things going on. But the, everything stays the same. You need a family business. You need private structures. You need real money, real assets, real skills, real knowledge, real friends, real family. And you need to get real with yourself. And with that being said, I love you. It's, it's all it's all love. It's no hard feelings, right? I hope not. But I'm going to take your word for it that there's no hard feelings. And I'm going to check in with you next week on the foundation, on the next show. You know what I'm saying? And we'll check in there. Make sure there's no hard feelings. And, you know, me being real with you didn't hurt your feelings too much to where you're mad at me now and you're just going to focus on being mad at so because he's talking about me and I'm not going to listen to him what he said and take it seriously and take it to heart because I'm mad at him because he hurt my feelings and I don't like how he made me feel we'll check in next week but I, I, I'm serious when I say I love you I love you I really do I do this for you I really do I do this for you because I believe in you and I know that you can do it and you know I don't believe the hype and you shouldn't believe the hype. And what you got is important. What you got is special. What you got is valuable. And regardless if anyone else says that or acknowledges that or comes up and tells you or, or buys you a card and says, hey, you're valuable. I think you're cool. I'm telling you and you regardless if I say it, you need to know it. You need to believe 
And you need to begin. You need to start. So you can become whatever you want to become. Three steps. Believe, begin, become. You know what I'm saying? My name is So L. I appreciate you checking out the show, The Foundation. I really do. You know, I trust that you had a great week. I trust you will have a great week. I trust you're not too mad at me. I'll check in with you next week. You know, make sure that you say 10 things that you're thankful for before you go to sleep tonight and every night. Email me, admin at welcome to the foundation.com. If you want to get in trusty training, you need anything, consultation, you just want to just try to figure it out, fam. I got your back. Sign up for the email list. Otherwise, you're missing out. And, you know, let's just get real. And we'll get real together. I'll lean on you. You lean on me. And we're going to do this dance. So, y'all have a great week. Enjoy yourself. Take care of yourself. Like I said, 10 things you're thankful for before you go to sleep tonight and every night. It's important, fam. And I'll catch you next week on the hottest radio network on the planet. High Frequency Radio Network. I'm your host, So L, with the foundation. It's been a pleasure. Enjoy yourself, player. Peace to the gods. High Frequency Radio. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware.